to segue from the conversation we just had off mic, a couple years down the road, you go home. Going back to McLean, Virginia. The Hamlet. Burnham Wood Drive. 22102. You're going back um, kind of like in a rush, you know? Yeah. Like it, it wasn't like a planned trip, but it's a necessary one. What happened? You're going back to McLean, Virginia to confront the woman who for once a year since you graduated high school comes in in the middle of the night and takes a plaster mold of your balls. <laughs> How long has she been doing this for? Since you were 18. Once you were both legal adults, a contract was signed. What? Yeah. Uh, Between who? <laughs> you and her. Uh, she, um, like, uh, you were like, hey, go on a date with me. And she was like, I'll go on a date with you, but you have to sign this contract. And it was like, uh, I'll be home by 9 o'clock. You know, we'll go somewhere with a vegetarian option on the menu. Okay. No R-rated movies, you know? <laughs> and so right. you're like, okay, whatever, you signed it. But there was fine print that said, by signing this, you consent to her getting a yearly plaster mold of your testicles. I guess I didn't really read of the uh, the contract over well. No, you really didn't. And so, But this has been happening, like I said, <clears throat> once a year since you were 18. How, how did the date go? I'm not, not well. You know, she had you sign a contract. Like she had, sure. You know, it was doomed from the start. Really, <laughs> you know. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't going to go well. You know? Yeah, I mean, okay. I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, but you fucking did it anyways. <laughs> and now you're like, hey, I've had enough. I'm an adult. Like, you got to stop penalizing me for the decision I made when I was 18. You know. Because she never tells you when it's going to happen. Somehow she gets into your place and gets that fucking mold in your balls without you even knowing. You're always asleep. Yeah. The only way you know is when you wake up the next morning and you see just a trail of dried plaster. Fuck. Leading through your place. And every single time she leaves through your bedroom window. Okay. Um, man, it would be almost relieved relief after that happened because then I wouldn't have to worry about it. Is wait, does this bother me? Is is it a thing where it's it's? I mean, how do you think you'd react? You know, I don't know. It's I, I somebody I comes so. in in the middle of the night and just does that. Yeah, I guess I I see what you mean. So you're like, look, I'm 35. This is bullshit. You know, you like yeah. you know, you're like I I know where she lives. You know. We went to high school together. Her and her family lives. Like he's, you're like, I'll find out where she is and say, hey, knock this shit off. Or like, what do yeah. you want? So you go home. You go to McLean, Virginia. You go to the Hamlet. 
Nice. Get to your parents' place. You're going to crash with them. Okay. They're thrilled to have you back, you know? <laughs> okay. You walk... Um, you know, it's okay to see them, too. Yeah. You walk in, you go, Mom, Dad, I'm home. They come in from the other room. They're wearing matching, like, uh, like sweatsuits. <laughs> what do the sweatsuits look like? Uh, they're like a like a like a lavender, and on the back they say in in yellow cursive embroidery, it just says Dean. <laughs> they each got each other the <laughs> the same thing for Christmas, and they've never been more in love. <laughs> that sucks. That is terrible. So All right. they come in. That's so funny, though. You, I think I would. Uh, I would definitely make fun of them. You. Uh, they kind of. They kind of laugh and they tell you about how they each saw it and was like, "Oh, that's perfect." Yeah. You know, and then they were just like shocked when that's what they received too. Sure. Yeah. You know, and but that's how they we, just. You know, they know. You know. Yeah. We have that kind of relationship where we all just make fun of each other. So I feel like. Yeah. It'd be very funny if I saw that. Yeah. So you guys laugh about it. Everybody has that a would fill the next hour. Yeah. You, uh, your mom goes, "Hey, there's a spaghetti and meatballs in the fridge. If you're hungry, hell yeah." So she goes, "Have a seat," and she you sit down at the table. And she heats you All up right. a plate of spaghetti and meatballs. Nice. You sit down. I love meatballs. Oh yeah, dude. And this is like mostly meatballs. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? No. Yeah. I don't like, know what you mean. Like, you know how like the ratio of normal like spaghetti and meatballs works out? It's like definitely overloaded more meatballs. Okay. Because your mom knew that you were coming home. And she goes, she goes, you know, Pat sure does love meatballs. And she's like, I'm going to double the batch. More meatballs for Pat. So you're just fucking crushing this plate of meatballs and spaghetti. You know <laughs> what I mean? Rules. You, um, your first night in town, you're, uh, you tell a bunch of like old friends, you're going to get back together. You're going to go to a bar in town called, uh, Skid Row. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's just a just a bar, you know. It's, what's up? Uh, what's up with Skid Row? It's like a manufactured dive bar. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That sucks. Why do we go there? Uh, I don't know. It's just where people wanted to go. All right, that's fine. You go there. The beers are like five fifty. You know. <laughs> yeah. That. Well. Yeah. You know. They got a frozen margarita machine. So you go to Skid Row. You're hanging out with your, all your, you know, just like, yeah, there's like three other friends of yours from high school. Who? Uh, there's Tommy Malone. He was a, he was the best saxophone player in the state of Virginia. <laughs> yeah. He, he went to UVA on a, a band scholarship. Uh, he, he tried out for, uh, the best symphony in Virginia. Um, but he, he didn't quite make it. And then he was so distraught 
when he left that he uh was just like not paying attention walked out into the street and got clipped by a car almost lost his leg Jeez. so he's had a rough couple you know months uh so there's tommy malone there's uh george ferris <laughs> yeah uh yeah he's been arrested more than anybody you know, you know? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, he's just like at one point in time. <laughs> what? I mean, you name it, like just being drunk in public, DUIs, uh, trespassing. Fuck. Like, he's never like hurt anybody. He's like, he's only like stolen st- little things here and there. But he's just like always getting busted for he's everything. He's yeah, classic self-destructive. But also, guy. also like one time when you guys were in high school, you were at this party, and it was like one of the first times that people had like drank beer. You know, in high school, like you guys were kind of young. Uh, you guys were all at this this guy's house, uh, Mark Farton, and he had a keg. And the cops showed up, and you guys all just like ran in different directions. And there were like six cops there, and they all tackled uh, the Ferris. <laughs> He's just like a magnet for cops. He's got ro- rotten luck. Yeah, dude. I mean, he brings it on himself, but you know. Yeah, I mean. He's been dealt a if bad hand. Yeah, if it's your if it's your friend, it's like of course you're gonna feel yeah. bad for him, even yeah. though he's he's fucking up. And every now and then, like he needs like help. You know, he might need a place to crash for the night. You know, and everybody's sure. the community uh, kind of helps him out. You know, the community. Yeah, people just know who he is. They all agree that he's like got a heart of gold, but he's just you know, sure can't get out of his own way. And then yeah. there was uh, fuck. The third guy was uh, Wally uh, Tomlinson. Yeah. Uh, he was somebody that you were like pretty close with. He lived down the street from you. You guys used to play like Ninja Turtles when you were like way younger. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was always uh, Raphael. And you're like, why? And he's like, I don't know. I just like him. And you're like, whatever, you know? <laughs> okay. So uh, you guys were always like kind of close, you know? And he's like, yeah, you guys are just kind of hanging out. And they're like, yeah, what are you doing in town? And you go, yeah, well, you know, uh, you guys, um, you remember uh, S- Suzanne uh, Splinter? <laughs> And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And you tell them the story about how she had you sign that contract. And you go, yeah, so once a year she comes and takes a, a plaster mold of my balls when I'm asleep. <laughs> and they're all just like, their jaws are just like to the floor, yeah. you know. I mean, that would be unbelievably shocking if you heard about yeah. that from someone that you knew yeah. for the past, what, 17 years. Yeah. And you're like. What does she do with them? Well, I, I don't know. You'd have to talk to her i guess so you like uh wait hold on so i don't know what they're being used for yeah yeah why did i sign that fucking because you just really wanted to go on a date all all your all your friends were going on dates and you weren't you were like the only one of your friends that like wasn't going on dates all right this is getting a little close to home you know what i mean okay like all your friends and then there was just like you alone (laughs) on the weekends And so you're like, I need, I need to go on a date. And you're like, she's the one. Why didn't our date go well? You're just different people. It just like wasn't going to work, you know? Right. So, um, 
one of them tells you that Suzanne Splinter, uh, basically she's like, uh, she's a teaching assistant, you know, in, in your hometown. Uh, okay. She's also like a seventh grade volleyball coach. Where did uh, where does she teach? In the junior high. Cooper Middle School. Yeah. So she's like a yeah. She works at Cooper. She CMS. She coaches a seventh grade, you know, volleyball team. You know, uh, funny fact about uh, Cooper Middle School in uh, McLean, Virginia. It's on a road called Balls Hill. Yeah, you chuckle every time you drive up that hill. You know. <laughs> yes, yeah, but it's not much of a hill. It's just a, a street name. Well, you know. So they they tell you like that's where she's working and <clears throat> you know she's like still in town and like it's just weird because she was always like kind of like quiet and like kind of kept to herself and that's just like a very sure. strange thing. Okay. So uh, they're like, yeah, she, you know, she's usually like at the school or whatever. So you go to the school, right? Yeah. You look online, you see that there's a seventh grade volleyball game that evening. So you're like, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to confront her. I'm going to end all this. I'm going <clears> to, <throat> excuse me. I'm going to confront her like in front of everybody? No, no. You want to like be kind about it, you know? Or you, you like definitely don't want to call attention to it. So you go to Cooper Middle School, right? You go to the gymnasium. You hear the roar, the fucking crowd. Yeah. Like, there's like 40 people in there, you know? Just like moms and dads and shit. You hear the squeak of the sneakers. I guess that reflective hardwood. <laughs> yeah. I always kind of like, I always like that sound. Yeah. You hear that sound and it just, it just sort of feels like a symphony starts to blossom inside of you. Really? Just the natural sounds of competition. The hand smacking against the ball. The shrill shriek of the whistle as a ball's ruled in play or out. Rhythmic clapping. It just feels like the universe comes together and everything is poetry. Wow. You sit up at the top of the stands. It's, that sounds like a uh, a manic high. Yeah, because you're like on edge. You know what I mean? You're like yeah. confronting this person who has done this deeply personal thing to you that you legally agree to. So you sit up at the top row, right? You got a hat on, a fucking Baltimore Orioles cap. <laughs> you got on some sunglasses. <laughs> you watch the game. Cooper Middle wins. They dominate. You kind of hang outside waiting for to see like people leave, right? You see like people leave the gymnasium. Moms and dads, like the kids, you know, everybody leaves. And you don't see uh, Suzanne Splinter. <laughs> so you kind of like take a minute. You like walk around. You go, uh, uh, Coach, you around here, Coach? I'm just shouting that in the gymnasium. Yeah, you kind of like 
you know, like where where like a coach's office is. Oh, okay. And you go, coach, where are you at? You don't hear anything. You walk a little further down like a hallway. You see there's like a, a door open with light kind of pouring out of it. You look inside, and it's like, it's definitely like a coach's office. You know, there's like a, you know, desk with a fucking schedule in front of it, a calendar. There's a roster on the wall, team photos. There's a chalkboard against the far wall. The photos are of a volleyball? Yeah, yeah. It's like the current current team. Yeah, then it's it's clearly her office. Yeah, yeah. There's a picture of her. It says, you know, it's it's like a very, it's like a, a drawing. Uh, that like one of the kids like made of her in our class and says to my favorite coach. Okay, it's hanging up. It's framed. Sure. And you go, okay, this is it. And you see, you kind of like take a look around and like you don't see anybody in there, but you didn't see her come out. And this is really the only other place she could have been. And you go to take a step out, right? You go to take a step out of her office, and you hear just like a muffled cry behind you jeez I, I turn around you turn around and you're looking into that chalkboard and it almost no. looks it almost looks like like liquid like there's a ripple on the surface of it yeah no i know exactly what you're talking about you kind of you feel like drawn to it you take a step towards it and you hear like a rushing sound and then you hear like from the other side you just hear somebody yell help me Fuck. All right. I guess I steal myself and I just, I jump through that chalkboard. So you like steal yourself. Shoulder first. And you just charge head first. (laughs) Shoulder first. Yeah, but you trip and you go head first in. (laughs) Oh, fuck. All right. You, You slip on a banana peel. One of the kids like was cramping beforehand. And uh, she had a banana and just threw the peel on the ground. And so you slip like head first and you tumble right. into the other side of the chalkboard. The other side of the chalkboard is kind of a strange place. Yeah. It's like an alternate reality of like your middle school. And like all the it's like all the kids. It's like your middle school years frozen in time. But like the kids aren't the same kids you remember. They're mean. They're cruel. And they're angry and they're violent. And you stand there. Everything's just kind of like dusty. Like the air is just filled with like somebody just like walked in a room and clapped an eraser and chalk dust just flew everywhere. Oh, wow. Every room is like that. Dang. So you kind of have to like, like, like wave it out in front of your face. You taste the chalk in your mouth. You take a couple of steps out of her office and you're back like in the hallway. You walk through there. You see the gymnasium and you yell, coach, and it just fucking bounces off the walls. Coach, coach, coach. Oh, it's a creepy echo. It's a very creepy echo. Dang. So you're like walking through the school, you know. You just hear like footfalls you know your feet on that fucking tile 
it feels like every sound is amplified because you're surrounded by all these hard surfaces, you know? Yeah. So you're kind of like creeping along through this hallway in your old middle school. You see one of your old lockers. You remember the combination immediately. <laughs> yeah. 16, 24, 36. You go up to it. <laughs> okay. You go up to it. 16, 24, 36. It pops open. Right. And you remember that, uh, one time you brought a, a Playboy to school and what? you hit it and like you popped the compartment on the very top of your locker open and like hit it up inside and you you hit it and it pops open and you pull it out and there it is, man. Like the day it left your fucking seventh grade hand. Oh, wait, wait the same Playboy? The exact same Playboy. Who's on the cover? Uh... Yasmin Bleeth. Okay. Pretty cool. Yeah. So you take the Playboy, you tuck it in your pocket, and you think, I'll see you later. <laughs> and you keep, like, okay. creeping down the hall, right? Yeah. You go to, like, turn a corner. And as you, like, sort of, like, you have your back to the wall and you're like creeping to the corner and you're going to like kind of peek around. You know what I mean? That move. Yeah. So like you got your back to the wall, you sort of turn and you immediately turn and there's a woman standing in front of you. And, uh, I don't know how to say it other than, uh, she has her head, her head is an apple with like dark Brown, hair you know what I mean it's like parted down the middle and she's wearing like a like a leotard hold on an apple headed woman yeah she's got an apple for a head what and her ha- her hair it like is like parted down the middle it's, right. it's like this dark brown color when you see it you immediately remember uh seventh grade you were at a, a football game right and there's a girl you really liked and you knew she was going to be there. And, uh, you know, your friends were, like, daring you to, like, talk to her and stuff. And you could see that, like, her friends were, like, daring her to talk to you and stuff, you know. And you guys kind of, like, went and stood in front of the bleachers, like, on the track, like, looking out of the football game. Like, a lot of the people that you went to school with and the stands behind you, family, friends. And for whatever reason, you're just there in the front. And uh, you reached out and you held her hand right in front of the stands. And it was the first time you ever held a girl's hand. And you think about that moment and you look across the field and you see the brown in the trees and her hair is that exact same shade of brown. The apple headed woman. Yes. Okay. That is a lot. She goes, what are you doing here? And she pulls like a long sword out from behind her back. She presents it in front of herself. Hey, man, I feel like there's been a misunderstanding. I I heard um, somebody uh, crying out that sounded like they were hurt. I just, you know, she goes, are you she goes, are you with them? Who? The ones who are taking the kids. Of course not. What? 
she kind of like stands up straight and she reaches her hand out she goes people around here call me principal apple you shake her hand yeah hi my, my name's uh patrick she goes what she goes you go to school here kind of um I, I i went to the school on the other side of the chalkboard she goes oh how old are you i and, am and 30 tell her yeah i'm 35 she, she goes okay she goes down and she like she pulls a yearbook right out of her uh backpack and she like it's a yearbook of all years and she like flips to it and she sees <laughs> wait, hold you. on how, wait what yeah how big is how big is her backpack to it's a normal normal backpack that sounds like a huge fucking book it's really not that big so she like finds your picture she kind of looks at you with like her apple head and uh you know that she's fucking looking at you dude you know what i mean you can just tell okay and she goes okay wait hold on does she not have like a a face no it's just an apple an apple doesn't have a face pat it's an apple oh fuck so it's an apple with a wig no it's it's a real it's real hair it's her hair it's just an on an apple okay. an that apple is... for head like like and it's a pretty big apple is it a green apple um no it's like a like a red apple with like yellow stripes like thin yellow oh stripes. sure yeah okay i know you exactly know? what you're talking about uh i okay that is really weird it's okay, a delicious look that. honestly it, it looks like a very tasty apple would you ask her about it about what eating her apple head no just like about what like her apple yeah i would go look lady i'm not from here i'm from the other side i'm very confused about this how are you an apple an apple woman what is going on you you, you gotta fill me in she goes on to tell you that the other side of the chalkboard's a little weird and that she uh oh is it yeah she um she was a normal a normal teacher you know and like beloved by all her students and then one day a student was like hey here's an apple and uh, the student like threw it to the teacher and she like went to catch it and the apple got struck by lightning as she caught it and then <laughs> she fell to her knees and when she came to her whole head was an apple <laughs> and she decided to learn karate and she's just been like trying to kick ass on the other side of the chalkboard <laughs> she learned karate yeah so she like um <clears throat> she goes does she, oh there's well, one more person she, you should, she, huh hold on did, she, uh, did we say what her name was yet she's principal apple principal apple yeah i think this lady kind of rules she goes there's one more person you got to meet <laughs> Yeah. And she like where her nose would be. She like kind of snorts, you know, like she's going to blow a, a snot rocket. And yeah. from underneath the skin of the apple, a little worm comes out and like jumps into her palm and he looks up at you and he goes, he like, he like makes like a cute noise. Like, a, you know, <laughs> Okay. and she goes, this is parsley, the worm. He comes with me everywhere I go. All right. And she goes, he'll prove to be a useful friend to you. Principal and Apple like, and Parsley she, the Worm. And she like snorts him back up and he goes, bye. And like he goes back into her head. <laughs> okay. So she's like, Pat, if you really want to help, follow me. All right. And she she uh, puts her backpack down and she kind of like looks through it for a second. And she pulls out a she pulls out a shotgun. She goes, you know how to use this? No, I no, I don't. What is happening? So she goes, 
we're going to find your friend. We're going to find all of them. Okay. So she goes, uh, would you feel more comfortable with this? And she pulls out like a pistol. Yeah. I mean, I've never shot a gun before, but I feel like the, the pistol would be better for a beginner. So she gives you the pistol. She goes seems straightforward. Shotguns seem complicated. She goes, you know, just breathe and squeeze the trigger. You'll be okay. She goes, come with me. All right. She puts her backpack on. She once again unsheathes her sword. She has it out in front of her in an aggressive stance. She sort yeah. of she sort of stalks the hallway in front of her, and the whole time she's doing the Mission Impossible theme. <laughs> you go, dun, 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 dun. She's just like trying to pump herself up. And she's she, humming it. Yeah, yeah. And she like gets to the gymnasium, and she like stops and like looks through the window on the door, and she goes, "They're in there." And you kind of peek your head in, and you see that there's like a few like kids dressed in like dark clothes. They're all on rollerblades. Okay. They're like standing there. There's like a, a few other kids that are like uh, sitting on the floor in front of them. And there's a tall, slim man sort of pacing back and forth, aggressively gesturing, loud with his words. You can't quite make him out from where you are, but you can tell that he's mad. And she goes, okay. There's the vice principal. <laughs> it's him and five of his his crew. Yeah. She goes, are you ready? Let's do this. She brushes the hair off of her apple face. She ties it up in a little thing, pulls it cool. back. Sure. And she goes, on three, I'm going through that door. All right. And she goes, one, two, three. And Principal Apple kicks through the door. It swings open when it hits the other side and there's like a lot of contact with like with like the stopper. You see it just kind of wave almost like it's liquid sort of the same way that like, you know, the the chalkboard was earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And she stands there and she's got her sword drawn. Hell yeah. And she goes, vice principal. Let these kids go. (laughs) And she like takes a step towards him. (laughs) <laughs> he, tur- he turns to like his uh his little his little crew of goons, and he's like, "Get her!" and him too, and they all like rollerblade at you. What do you do? Yeah. Point and shoot at who? At the bad guys. At like the the kids roller skating towards you. Oh, they're kids, right? Yeah. Um, okay. What I do is I shoot it right in front of their feet so that they trip and fall so you shoot like right at their feet right uh one of the kids falls he kind of like skids across he like gets like he burns his face on the wood you know oh god it hurts really he, he like gets up and he's just kind of screaming his face how, is bright red how his, fast was he going i mean fast enough his skin is sort of like starting to peel away it's pretty oh, gross god another one kind of runs at you you shoot like at his foot you know it clips his wheel he ends up like tumbling towards you. You look over and Princess Apple just sort of Princess Apple. Sorry, Prin- uh, Principal Apple. <laughs> the apple she had was called the Princess. The Princess <laughs> Apple. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I guess in a way, she's Principal Princess Apple. Sure. Why but not? that seems like a very formal title. She's probably not comfortable with. Okay. So So she's like like Man, trying, I kinda I hurt those kids really bad. I feel really bad. She's trying to I, like Yeah. She's trying to like fight off the other guy, you know, the the a couple of the other kids. And yeah. uh do you like would you like help her or would you attack the vice principal? Um it, does it look like she's kind of handling herself? Yeah, she's doing okay. Then I go against the vice principal. And you take a couple steps towards him, and you see him like pull a gun out, and he points it at somebody on the ground, and it's Suzanne Splinter. And it's Suzanne Splinter when you were young. When you thought that maybe she was the one for me. What do you do? I go, all right, let's just take a second before we get crazy. He's got the gun pointed at her. He goes, you, he goes, you take one more step. This is over. All right. All right. I, okay. Before we go any further, I need to know why you're saying that. And then uh, Principal Apple like runs in and she like with her with her katana, she takes like a long swipe at the vice principal and Whoa. like cuts him like clean in half. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like clean. Dang. And uh, she like like spun into him and her her momentum carried uh, her katana towards you and she what? cut your head off at the same time. She got the vice principal in half of the waist, and as she like went upward, she cut your head off, <laughs> and your head like pops up for just a second, and then lands perfectly. And you, you can't move; like everything's been severed, but it's sort of reconnected. And you just stand there perfectly <laughs> still, no. and you you watch the vice principal fall apart. And you can't move; you can't do anything. You just feel like intense pain. And then uh, <laughs> uh, Suzanne Splinter comes up to you, and she goes, she holds up a bag, and the last thing you see is just a perfect mold of your two fucking balls why and then your head she... slides off and you die <laughs> why was she doing that <laughs> i don't know you don't ask her she got a contract to fulfill <laughs> you fucking died on the other side of the chalkboard you know at the beginning of the episode you said as per our conversation we just had off mic i i mean that's what did that have to do with what we were talking about <laughs> you talked about going home and he went home because somebody was taking a mold of your balls every year <laughs> and he wanted to confront her and you died on the other side of the chalkboard trying to save her but, it, all right. but even in your moment of death she was still cruel to you all right good night